You're listening to Happy Healthy Hormones with Dr. Chris. Are you tired of the short-term patch to your health problems? Is avoiding medications and surgeries important to you? If you answered yes, then your prayers have been answered. Dr. Chris has been helping people transform their health for over a decade. He's a world-renowned health expert who specializes in holistic health. He's a professional speaker, chiropractor, and international best-selling author. It's his mission to help you reach your full God-given potential through holistic health and healing. Get ready to be inspired and transformed. Here's your host, Dr. Chris. Welcome to the show where disease takes a dive and people come to thrive. And today I have Dr. Billy DeMoss. We're super excited to have him here. He's an energetic, passionate speaker. Um, he's a chiropractor. He is an entrepreneur. He is uh, just a powerhouse when it comes to natural health. You know, his passion for chiropractic care, community wellness, and even global sustainability is far-reaching. And his influence reaches into the international level as well. But he's down in the Sunshine State down in California which I wish I was there right now because it's a little chilly up here in Washington. So I'm a little jealous right now, Dr. Billy. But, um, you know, we're privileged to have him because he has some really cool things going on here too. You know, he looks at the whole body. Um, He looks at not just, uh, you know, trying to help a symptom. No, he's way beyond that. He's looking at getting your body well on the inside. And he has some cool things going on in his own life and some business ventures he has going on that are really helping a lot of people too. So we want to talk today about helping people understand um, really cannabis and CBD oil and really why people shouldn't be afraid of that and why they should embrace that and uh, really get the truth behind what's going on out there because a lot of things have been suppressed for a while. So Dr. Billy D, man, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely, brother. Well, hey, I want to start off giving our audience a little uh, just preview of an understanding of where you're coming from, where your background came from. So can you tell us maybe your story about how you almost became a dentist and right ultimately became a chiropractor. Now, here's the thing, dude. The reason I'm so interested in this story, too, is because I went down that same road. Like, I was this close to becoming a dentist, and I just, how life took me, and I I saw the light, man, just like I'm sure you did, and here I am, chiropractic. So It it sounded so, when I, you know, my mom wanted me to be a dentist. It wasn't anything I wanted to do. It was, you know, she she was a dental hygienist, and she wanted all her boys to be real doctors, and the first time I was introduced to a Merrick chart, which is a chart of effects of, you know, subluxation, I, I just made total sense to me. And I grabbed and I'd always been in I'd always been anti-establishment, anti the machine, anti medical, you know, yeah, even back in the day. And, and that was I, you know, it was a black sheet profession. So I said, hey, this sounds great. So I, I went down that road. That's awesome. So, and, you know, I, it's like the best decision I think I've ever made in my life. You know, there's no question about it. That's awesome. So it wasn't like you were just wanting to go a different path. Like, was it just something that called you? I mean, what was it that about chiropractic that really hit you? And like, hey, this is what I need to go. This is what I need to do. That's nutrition back in the '70s, and you know, I was a chemistry major, as I always tell mm-hmm. people for the wrong reasons. And uh, you know, and I studied all that stuff. And you know, back then, chemistry—I mean, uh, nutrition was really—and it's just you know, infancy, it wasn't really, I mean, it tore its developed today, at least for my knowledge. I mean, uh, you know, and it was just, even in the, back in those days, people didn't even think nutrition was a, 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 a real science and they didn't feel it really had any valid effect on human health, which to me, I was like, are you kidding me? I mean, I even personally knew that what I ate affected my clarity, my energy, all those things, uh, 
And you know, and, and the other side of the coin is I lost, you know, my grand my grandfather to diabetes and obesity, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, to a point where it was it was like hardcore. We had to, you know, he had to amputate his feet, and we had to he went blind. So I knew that food was something that needed to be kind of like figured out, if, at least from my standpoint. Mm-hmm. And the whole nutrition thing, the whole health thing, and then the chiropractic kind of fit into that whole model. I've always been anti-drugs. I've really never understood why you would take a drug to cover up health problems. To me, it seems, and the, and that ship sinking. I mean, anybody that's still on that sinking boat. I mean, I, I'm not there. If you don't want help and you don't want to, a different direction, then ride it out, bro. I mean, I'm not here for everybody. I'm here for those people that are looking for a different answer to their problems, and not just covering up the symptoms with a stupid drug. To me, I mean, I don't, I, I don't understand any of that. I don't know how you can be that brainwashed to believe that a, a chemical made from gasoline is going to change your, your health dramatically. So it's just. Hey, it's crazy, right? I mean, some people have been so brainwashed gone on that rat hole so far. It's, it's tough for them to get out. And so, hey, we're the light, right? And some will, some won't. But you've kind of taken an interest in. Everyone, though, that's when I've really come to grips with that. It's like NEXT, bro. If, it, if, you're, if, you're, if you want to, let me know when you're ready. Because yeah. I, I know, I mean. The, the body is a self-healing organism, and as long as you provide it and put it back on track, it can heal everything from a friggin' hangnail to cancer, you know? And I, and I say that to people right up front. I'm not here to cure or heal your disease. I'm here to provide your body what it innately needs so that it can express its highest potential and hopefully, yeah, has the possibility to heal itself. I mean, sometimes people get too far down that down that road and they're swirling the drain and there's not a lot that you can do to save these people you may be able to give them you know a little bit of relief or whatever but that's why my practice is 50 percent pediatrics you're going to get amazing results with kids because they haven't set up those patterns they haven't destroyed neural pathways and and blown out the the, the physiology and chemistry of the body so working well, with kids that's the- awesome because well, when you talk about chemistry of the body and what you're dealing with now with the cannabis and the CBD oil, like how did you get into that realm of health and wellness? Well, I mean, I'm not just jumping on the bandwagon. I mean, like I said, I was into chemistry back in the seventies for all the wrong reasons. I, you know, back in the day I had a two bedroom house and I used to grow cannabis back when I probably would have went to prison if I would have gotten caught. And it wasn't because I did it because I was trying to, be the drug dealer, make money. I did it because I was really into growing plants. I mean, it was just, it was an amazing project for me. And I mean, and people can create whatever stigmas they want about it. I mean, nobody's ever died from marijuana. I mean, I was, re- I was reading a, a biography last night, not an autobiography, a biography on Jimi Hendrix who died from sleeping pills. People don't <laughs> die from smoking pot, but people die all the time from opioids mm-hmm. and, you know, overdosing on whatever, uh, medical drugs, whether it's Xanax or, you know, so exactly. If you really want to point the fingers where they need to be pointed, we need to really, and like, look at alcohol. Alcohol to me is a devastatingly dangerous drug and it's so readily accepted in society. And I, and I, I would always see this when I was younger, I would go, why, why is this one legal? And this one's not legal because I knew what both did and I knew what, how both made me feel. And I knew the, you know, how I felt the next day when I did both. And, you know, I just didn't understand 
the double standard there and why one was so vilified. And then once I did the research mm-hmm. and got into the whole medical cannabis side and started researching it, I was, it just like opened up a Pandora's box of just this amazing plant that has so much potential for human, human health and balancing, uh, what's called the endocannabinoid system. But I think really what we we're, we're talking about is people need to reconnect to nature. And we've been so disconnected by living in a digital synthetic, uh, walk on carpet all day, concrete. Mm-hmm. And, and that's for me, a, a big, a part of my life is grounding and surfing and eating super clean and healthy and using superfoods. That's what I, to, to me, cannabis is just one of the biggest superfoods that the planet that God has ever given us. And, if they don't like the word God, just call it Mother Nature. I'm, I don't want to like mince words here. People get all they, – they want to find one thing they can shoot an arrow on my back for. And if it's the God thing, they just relax, Al, is what I tell them. Absolutely. Well, Doc, that's interesting because you, you mentioned the endocannabinoid system. And most people probably don't even know what the endocannabinoid system is. In fact, it was new to me when I first heard it. So can you just explain to, to our viewers and listeners, like, what is that exactly? How does that interact with your body? Well, the endocannabinoid system really controls and modulates every other system in the body, including for us chiropractors, which we are intimately related with, the nervous system. So I personally, and again, I, mean, I, I again, I've heard both sides of the story. I feel that what, what, what cannabis and endocannabinoids do and the addition of phytocannabinoids, which is from cannabis, uh, or it can come from hops too. So if somebody's got this oh, reefer madness, I'm scared of marijuana, then go use hops. It's got the same CBD in it. And there's a lot of plants that have CBD, but none of it have the density, but mm. also all the essential oils, bioflavonoids, and the, the whole cascade of 100 other uh, endocannabinoids. But really what it does is it helps pull the body more towards homeostasis and healing, pulls it maybe a little bit out of sympathetic dominance, putting it into parasympathetic. So sympathetics, when the tiger's in the room, the fight or flight, which is is good in an emergency situation, but you want your body to be more into parasympathetic, which is rest, digest, heal. That's when, you know, the body really heals itself. So, and again, to be at, at, at your healthiest state, you need to be in parasympathetic most of the time. So when people are stuck in sympathetic, they have problems with anxiety, sleep, digestive, all these things are readily and, and easily uh, helped through using endocannabinoids or phytocannabinoids or cannabis or hemp oil, as I, which is legal here in California. That's interesting. So like you talked about the um, cannabinoids and the CBD. So what's, maybe there's the people out there that just, maybe they have the hang up of, maybe they just don't like to smoke weed or that. So what could they do to like, what's the difference for people that don't understand the CBD oil, THC, how that like what's what's going on there? What what are they the people that don't want to get the the high or the that euphoric effect versus the people that just want the medicinal effect? Like what can they do? What do they look out for? How does that all work? Okay, great question. Okay, the stuff that we can legally sell in the United States to all fifty states, at least as we're speaking now, <laughs> to my knowledge, as Big Brother does not want cannabis out there. They want to control you. They want like I said, in back before. Uh, marijuana or cannabis got uh, uh, became illegal through the Marijuana Tax Act in 1937. It was used uh, in medicine and tinctures for everything from seizures to uh, uh, morning sickness to uh, you know all headaches, migraines, 
pain, uh, anxiety, sleep issues. It was used for everything. And Big Brother and the Rockefellers, who were pretty much uh, in the petroleum industry, wanted to get people to not use plant-based healthcare. I'm not going to call it plant-based medicine because medicine is an oxymoron to me. Absolutely. Plant-based healthcare and use gasoline products to make synthetic derivatives of what are found in plants. So what they did is they used racism and they used uh, – they basically said when, when people of color smoke it, will it go out and rape the white people and it makes people go out and murder and I mean – if anybody smoked pot, that's the last thing that you feel like you may be just chilling and uh, relaxing. So what I try to get people to understand too is the CBD in the products that we have has a small bit of THC in it, which I feel is important. And again, it depends on the condition that you're working with people. Mm-hmm. But for most conditions, a hemp oil, which, has a, which legally has to have less than 0.3% THC in it, it's not going to have any psychoactive effect. And if you're even concerned about any psychoactive effects, then you use the raw plant. The raw plant, like I teach people, until it's heated to 270, you're not going to get any THC hmm. from the plant. So it, it's that's why you've got to smoke it, vaporize it, cook it in brownies. It has to be heated. So you can eat the raw plant all day long. Like yesterday, I made a smoothie with some buds in it and – with some marijuana, cannabis buds that we mm-hmm. can now grow in our backyards. Again, to me, it's no different than putting arugula in there or putting in kale, except it's got all the other amazing benefits that kale doesn't have or arugula doesn't have or spinach or these. It's got this mm. amazing profile of cannabinoids in it, which does everything to pr- protect your brain, to help reju- rejuvenate and regenerate nerve cells. It helps uh, balance out your osteoblastic, osteoclastic system, preventing things like osteoporosis. It stops and kills cancer cells. It stops the metastasis to cancer cells. I mean, you could go on and on and on. It lowers your levels of anxiety, allows you to sleep better. So to me, I mean, and if, if I can grow up my backyard, it doesn't cost me anything, and I don't get a doctor's prescription, I mean, and it's something that I feel that I want to use in my life. If people don't want to use it, I'm not saying use it. I'm saying I would rather use – like to me, it's like everybody's big on the fish oil thing as an anti-inflammatory. Well, this is fish oil on steroids, bro. It's fish oil <laughs> that has all the other benefits that fish oil doesn't have. And fish oil is not going to be – you know, it's not going to kill cancer cells. It's not going to stop the, the uh, vascularization of cancer cells. And and then you can go on and on and on. And there's more research on the medical and the, not. I'm, that's like keep. I'm gonna stop using the word health benefits of cannabis has more research on it than any other constituent on this planet. Because they, in an attempt to vilify it, they actually kept proving its benefits. In fact, they even wanted to show that smoking cannabis caused cancer. They found the direct opposite. They found that it gave protective. Uh, uh, it gave protection against getting lung cancer in people that smoked it, even if they smoked wow. cigarettes. So, again, and all these attempts to vilify, they keep finding that it actually does work. And, and what's amazing to me is it's still a Schedule One drug, and the only reason they keep it a Schedule One drug because then we can't do legally, we, we can't have funded research here in the United States. That's why most of the research that's being done is being done outside of the U.S. 
But really? as I tell people, you're not afraid of a potato. <laughs> like, you don't go, I'm afraid of grapes. I'm not going to eat a grape because it, because what, what you do with the potato, you have to ferment it to make alcohol, which is one of the most dangerous, addictive, life-destructive, family-destructive mm-hmm. drugs on the planet. You've accepted that because that's what you've been brainwashed to believe. Now yeah. we've got this innocuous plant that has so many benefits, and if it's in its raw form, has no capacity for uh, psychoactive effects. And even if you use hemp, see, we have all these different hybridization hybrids and, and, and different strains within the cannabis indica and cannabis sativa, and there's also a cannabis rutilalis. I'm not sure I'm saying that right. Sounds good to me. Yeah. And there's all these different strains that have varying levels of CBD and uh, THC and CBN and CBT, mm-hmm. all the different cannabinoids in there. And it's just like any other plant. You're, they're going to have, just like people, we all look different. We have different mm-hmm. personalities, characteristics. It's the same thing in the cannabis world. And what we've done is when pot became illegal, is what they wanted to do is they wanted to really maximize. Uh, the amount of product you got in a smaller amount of package. So what they did is they hybridized cannabis over the years to have higher and higher levels of THC and lower levels of CBD because <laughs> that's what people were looking for. They were looking for the psychoactive effect. But now we're seeing the reverse happening. More people are looking for non-psychoactive effects of cannabis and they're looking for the more medicinal benefits of the CBD. But like I tell people, if you've got cancer, you've got to get some THC in there too. But for a lot of conditions, the CBD mixed with low amounts of THC and the other cannabinoids in there are going to give you the results that you need. Again, if I was dealing with cancer, I would go both barrels and, and do everything I could to go ahead. Ask Dr. But yeah, what, what was, why would you say that? Like why for specific cancer people, why is it important to have more of the THC? Well, if you look at the profiles of what each one of the different cannabinoids does, THC is really like it's really good for like stimulating your appetite. Okay, so if you've mm. got if you're getting treated with chemo or something, oh, yeah. you're nauseous and you don't have any appetite, that's what the THC is. But also, THC has been shown to kill cancer cells. It's it's mm. really good for cancer. Whereas somebody like something like anxiety, I think you can really handle mostly with the CBD product. I am not in personally. I'm not into isolates, which is where they just take the CBD molecule out because I always believe that Mother Nature put everything in this pack together and it has this synergistic as the, as the term that we use in, in the cannabis world is this, this entourage effect where all the chemicals in the plant all kind of like spin the level of, of, of bioactivity to a higher level whereas when you just like that's what medicine does they think it's just one molecule and then what they do is they, they don't even use the molecule from the plant. They take it and they make it from gasoline synthetically to mimic that chemical. And that's why if you see a lot of the uh, synthetics that are out there, which that's where it's going to go, bro. I mean they're getting used to liking CBD and using it, and then they're going to come pull the rug from underneath our – Well, so then they can, they can patent it, and then they can control it. And So wait, you're telling me – well. Doc, you're saying that God didn't create things in perfection, that he screwed up, like, right? I mean, like, that's what they're saying, right? They're like, hey, God is... Without immune system, yeah. so that's why we got to shoot up our kids with uh, crazy. monkey us and dead babies and shit, so... Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, man. So let me ask you this, like, so someone who is just starting out, man, they like, they've never used any kind of 
cannabis product of any kind, like where would you recommend that they start? Because like you said, there's all these different levels of THC and CBD and all these different hybrids, and it can get kind of confusing um, when you walk into one of these, um, you know, distillery, not their, what are they called? Not distilleries. Yes. What, what would they look for? Like, what would they act- go to a dispensary. I mean, I, mean I, I love our stuff because I've definitely researched it. I would start with like a simple tincture that uh, is easy to take. Uh, but again, I like something that's going to have a full complement of all the bioactive uh, chemicals in the plant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it depends on the condition again. I mean, uh, I've just recently uh, made an alliance with a company that does cannabis research that's going to do all the recommendations on how much somebody should take for a specific condition. Because if I do that, it it looks like I'm making medical recommendations. Mm-hmm. So it's a very kind of gray area as yeah. far as, you know, it, it's, it's like you're treating disease. I don't want to treat disease. I don't look at it that way. I look at it for me. I take it as a supplement to me that I put into my diet to help balance my inner endocannabinoid system because we live in a world, a toxic world filled with EMF and and, and airborne toxins and foodborne mm-hmm. toxins and your water's toxic. I mean, all these things contribute to, to, you know, pulling you further away from homeostasis and pushing you more into sympathetic dominance. And what the cannabis products do is help to balance that system out and create, you know, harmony in the body and allowing the body to live at it. It's not like living higher than it should. It's just bringing it back to a normal level of expression. That makes perfect sense. And so like with your company you have with your innate hemp, like talk a little bit about that. Like what's your focus there and what you're doing with that? Well, I mean, I mean, I, 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 my personal opinion is everybody should take some type of cannabis. Like if you're doing fish oil, which most people should do to low because most diseases is, is it happens in a pro-inflammatory state. We know that. So that's why fish oils are such so important for people to take omega threes. Uh, and you get, you're going to get people that, you know, are indecisive about that or research goes one. It's just like, you just got to listen to your gut sometimes, at least in my opinion. But so you're, you want to really lower inflammation in the body. And I would rather use a plant, than an animal to do that, if I, and if, yeah. especially if it's got a better profile, and at the same time, it's got all the added side benefits. So, again, number one, you can use it from a. That's what I use it for. I use it, but I also use it because it helps me sleep. Because there's a lot going on in my head every day, and I'm, you know, literally with California, with the jam, the California jam, like mm-hmm. you got the hat on. I mean, we're literally trying to change consciousness on the planet, and there's a lot that goes into the producing that show and the music behind it, and just threading the whole thing together and security and ushers and you know it's just like emergency teams and lighting and sound and it's like it's a freaking it's like people learning you can't have no idea what we put into that so it sounds like your product you're doing you're with your innate hemp is a great place for people to start for sure and and maybe even stay there because it has like a lot of all those benefits for people stressing physical chemical or even emotional stress it's going to help their body adapt and, and function at their best and I think, like you hit the nail on the head, emotional stress is what it really helps with. For me, it's like I've got a lot of anxiety. I do. I personally, I like the green tube that we have. It tastes. It's got a real plant-based taste to it. But I'll take. Uh, and I keep it. You should keep it in the refrigerator so it doesn't uh, oxidize. And then oh, you put it in the fridge. 
and then it comes out like a solid paste. And, and what I t tell people to do is put it under their tongue for you, so you get sublingual absorption. You can also get mucosal absorption. But when you swallow it, you're going to lose a lot of it. It's like swallowing gold. You're, mm. you're only going to get like 25% absorption when you when you digest it. But when you put it in your mouth, you're going to get most of that that you get absorbed sublingually is going to be you know bioactive in the body. So. Again, I gotta leave it in my mouth for 20 minutes before I go to bed, and and I do a, a good amount because I've got a lot of stress, but also I've had issues sleeping, and it really, really helps me sleep a lot. But then again, I'm getting all the side benefits from it, from it, and then I also do our goal to, of course, if I've got, you know, I've got my own product here, I sell it, I'm going to use the best that we've got, and and for me, I need horse tranquilizer, so I do a lot. <laughs> so you start out. This is what I tell people: you start out. At low levels, you know, try maybe five milligrams of CBD and see how that has. And then I say, I say too, titrate up to you get whatever result you're looking for. But if you're trying to treat things like cancer or Alzheimer's or diabetes or osteoporosis, those are the things you might need to step up to higher dosages. And again, I, I tell people investing in your health is something that's makes a lot more sense than investing in a disease. But if you're gonna, you're gonna wait till you get your disease, then you're gonna have to pay the price. I mean, it's cannabis and, and CBD products are not cheap, but to me, there's it's a lot better than doing chemo and radiation. Absolutely. Breaking medical drugs, which to me just compounds your problem. And it may give you a short-term you know, pop benefit, but it's never really going to help balance. No, absolutely. You know, if we're going to skimp on things, skip on saving money on your new car you're going to buy or the vacation you're going on or the TV. Yeah. Don't save it on, don't skip when it comes to your health. Cause you get exactly what you pay for. There's probably other CBD oils and things out there that you can get that are super cheap, watered down with methyl, whatever. And, right. and it's just, and it's just crap and, and you'll get the crap results because of that. And then you'll think, Oh, CBD oil didn't work for me. And no, it's just, you didn't either take the right amounts or you didn't get the right quality and and you just didn't even give it a chance from the beginning. It's not a panacea for everyone. There's, yeah. there's no question about it. I mean, a chiropractic doesn't work on everybody. I mean, you know, usually the application is wrong. It's not that the chiropractic doesn't work or the patient doesn't stick with it, but uh, you, a person may not be endocannabinoid deficient. I, I've never really seen anybody like that, but, you know, I've worked with people that for some reason, whatever, they don't get results with it, but it's very, very rare. Most people get dramatic results right out of the gate you know i mean i just had a testimony i put on my billy page from a guy that whose dog was having like three and four and five seizures a day i mean grandma oh, wow. seizures and they just put them on our na hemp pet uh uh blend which is uh thc free because the pets don't do well on thc so that's an isolate that's again sometimes you need to use an isolate if, if like if you're somebody that's uh in law enforcement or you work in the military mm -hmm. or you get a uh, frequent drug test then you're going to need to use a thc free product it's not going to be as effective but it's still going to be better than doing nothing that's awesome so that's great so now they can get this at your your website is the letter n as in nancy so it's n, n and then the number eight and then hemp.com right? right so n8 hemp so if you guys i'll put that link on the podcast here too so people can find that but again it's the number, the letter N as in Nancy, the number eight and then hemp.com, all one word. And you guys can check that out. So definitely check that out. If you guys are curious, you're looking to start that. Um, Dr. Bill, he has like some of the most amazing quality stuff too. He really takes pride in that um, well, and making sure you're getting the best quality. For better pricing, better packaging, better 
products, you know, and, and you're going to see more of that happening because it's become so competitive. You know, it's a, it's becoming a huge industry like it should, and helping the economy. And, and it's being taxed now. And it's it's squashed the, the black market. I mean, it. it I mean, I, I think that the whole legalization of cannabis is probably one of the best things that could have happened. Again, I'm not saying you have to use it. I'm just saying. Why are you making it and vilifying it? it? It was just all the big, it was big tobacco, uh, alcohol, that, you know, that, that whole entity, that whole corporate greed. Then it was big pharma was against it, big paper was against it, big cotton was against it, big oils against it, because you can make biodiesel out of this stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's an amazing plant that has so much potential, not only to help rejuvenate human health, but also health because it will help rebuild the soil but what i try to teach people too is such highly i mean it's an like if you watch a, one of those plants grow they grow they grow like a freaking weed do they i mean when i used to grow it in the bedroom when i was you know 21 years old which was about 50 or 39 years ago it was uh you could literally go in the room and, and you'd almost you could see it because i use these big metal halide lights which were the, the lights that you used to use to like light up a football stadium <laughs> and you know it, it, it put your electrical bill in the it would it would like triple the electrical bill <laughs> but you could literally go in that room and you could watch the plants grow in front of you and it was it but so what i'm trying to get at is that it's got such a high photosynthetic rate and and respiratory rate that it can really help with some of these issues because we've deforestated the plant which basically we've cut off half of our lung or the respiratory capacity so our oxygen percentage have decreased over time since the Industrial Revolution because of just the fact that we butchered all the trees. If we started growing hemp on just 8% of the available agricultural land, we could really help diminish some of the effects of deforestation and not only rebuild the soil, but the farmers wouldn't have to be subsidized by taxation for on growing, you know, subsidized corn and soybeans, mm -hmm. all the things that we pay through taxes to keep, help these, you know, these farmers out, give them a uh, because they can make like 10 times as much money off cannabis than they could off corn or soy, and then it's going to be better for the soil. Cannabis doesn't require any herbicides or pesticides. I mean, it's just been like I tell people: you're not a, you're not mad at potato. God put cannabis on the planet for us to utilize and balance out our health, and you've been brainwashed like all the other things in life to think that it's a bad, evil plant. It's it's a plant, man. How is a plant bad? It, yeah, you know, it's just like you could die from alcohol poisoning from a potato, but you're and you'll never die from a cannabis poisoning. I tell you that right now. Well, that's such, a, such an important point, Doc. And I want to finish up with this last question for you because I know we're running out of time. But I ask this to everyone. I'm I want to know your opinion on this and what your view is. What does reaching your full potential mean to you? Well, reaching my full potential means to me that I'm going to live life in it just maximum expression. And the way I do that is, yeah, I'm going to balance the endocannabinoid system. But I'm also big on the medicinal mushrooms, whether it's reishi, shaka, uh, lion's mane for your brain, turkey tail. I took turkey tail this morning for breakfast. All these 40% of all pharmaceuticals are synthetics that were derived from mushrooms, and people don't know that, but they should. Again, it's getting back to being connected with nature. I'm big on grounding, so that's why I love to go to the, I surf literally every day. I take my shoes off, I run in the sand, I'm in the water. 
I'm big on uh, eating super clean and drinking the cleanest possible. I we even designed water systems in it. In, in, innatewater.com. That's I-N-N-A-T-E water.com. So, well, and for those of you that don't know Dr. Billy, I've never seen Dr. Billy in person, he looks like he's 40 years younger than he actually is. Like, you'd be most 20-year-olds would be tough even keeping up with Dr. Billy. So obviously, you're doing some things right. Yeah, I'm 60 now, dude, which is kind of scary. So, I mean, I walk the talk on this. So I eat super clean, super healthy. I eat mostly plant-based, mostly raw. I get out and exercise literally every day. I'm a very happy, positive. I love to have fun and laugh, and I love music, and I, I love to work and balance both the left and the right brain, which I feel is important. I get really good sleep now, especially with using uh, CBD and, and a little bit of THC. Again, I mean, we could go down that road. I could teach people about that in the future if you want to get another way people Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, have- it's, it's, a, it's, it's still it's a, like a, it's a full-on brand-new uh, – we're just pioneering right now. We're not going to have no clue where we're going to go with this stuff. That's awesome, guys. Well, hey, make sure you guys check out Dr. Billy D stuff. Check out. You got to get the chiropractic in there, too, to get the maximum expression. I mean, I get adjusted two and three times a week religiously, and my spine will prove the fact that it has no degeneration in it at all. Perfect. That's a book, Bookshelves are right there, man. Puts the ends together. Complete package. So make sure you check out Dr. Billy stuff. We'll put the link on the on the show notes here on the podcast as well. So make sure you check it out. Dr. Billy D, thanks for coming on our show today and just blessing us with some real truth and uh, knowledge and keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep pioneering. Thanks for listening. And we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please help more people in reaching their fullest potential and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. For show notes and other free resources we mentioned today, go to newedgewellness.com.